threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. You will listen to everything I say. <laughs> listen to the beat. You are now a prepper. Uh, yeah. Um, Cameron, how the heck are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. good. Um, today? I guess you spoiled it already. I, no, I didn't. What are we doing? I think that the title of the, the podcast probably spoiled it already. They read it before they pushed play, probably. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. They did have a... But did they? Do they dare push? When know. it says mind control, would yeah. you click play? Click play for mind control. Yes. So, the United States, Russia... Mm-hmm. Probably every country has some studies done to yeah. learn how to control humans. Yeah. And we're going to talk about it. Oh, we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about what it takes to control mind and what yeah. experiments have been done. And There's a lot. How shady they are. And Dude. It's if there's super conspiracy shady. behind it, maybe we still get brain controlled today. Maybe it's happening as we speak. <laughs> you just don't know. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to talk about it. Yeah, let's do it. But first, I want to talk to you about something yeah. near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Prepping. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> so prepping requires a ton of thought, mm. just immense amount of thought mm. into food and water and power and protection. Mind control. But don't forget that self-reliant medical care is... Very important. Yeah. So you need to know how to do it. The Prepper's Medical Handbook by noted wilderness medicine expert and survivalist William W. Forgey, MD, hmm. provides the basis of prevention, identification, and long-term management of survivable medical conditions. The ones that kill you, hmm. you ain't going to probably talk about them. Yeah. But um, this book is super like organized. You can find like the real basic medical tips that you need, like... Hmm. If I bit my tongue off, I don't know if that's in there, <laughs> but, um, I hope so. Like, how, you know, wound management, yeah. medications to use. And it even has in the back, like my favorite thing is just like how to organize your, your medical gear. Yeah. Um, it's an excellent book. I love it. It's easy to read. You don't need to be freaking genius. You don't need to be an MD. Nope. And you can get it at preppersmedicalhandbook.com. Also on Amazon.com. Go yep. check it out. Go the Prepper's it. Medical Handbook. I also wanted to, before we move on, to let everybody know that we're doing a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Just started this morning. Uh, you can go over to Instagram or TikTok to enter that thing. And, dude, we're giving away the entire latest Crate Club yep. box. Yep. There's so much cool stuff in it. Seriously. The, the two knives in there, yeah. both Kobe and I had gifted yeah. to like family and stuff. Uh-huh. And we both wanted them back. Yeah. Like, they're they're great two knives. awesome knives. Yeah, and there's a really cool flashlight in there, and there's some free oh, yeah, food. I love yeah. There's so much cool stuff. So if you guys want to enter that, it's really simple to enter. He's got to tag a few friends and follow. I mean, it's how how easy is that? Pretty and you guys easy. can win this. Um, if you live uh, abroad, just don't even worry about it because I'm not sorry gonna about. Send, that. I'm not going to send it to you. It's going to be U.S. residents only. But it's like $400 really cool. dollars to send it, wouldn't it? Be? Yeah, it's not worth it. I ain't got the kind of cash no. on me. <laughs> all right. Um, so go enter it uh, because you got about a week from today. Today is, well, this is probably not going to come out till tomorrow because oh, we're doing yeah, this day early, right, but right. Um, it's going to be done. The Today's August 11th. So pause you know, right now yeah, and pause. go do it. Go Get do it right now. In. Exactly. 
So Cameron, let's talk about mind control. Is it real? Is it a thing? Are we having our minds yes. controlled as yes. we speak? We have both got married, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say it, but you said it, so it's okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to catch some heat for yeah, that one. Yeah, show. Mm. So, um, brainwashing, mind control, all that stuff has been studied heavily by you know all kinds of different powerhouse nations. Yeah, they want to they want to be able to yeah. be the best at it. Yep. Um, some of it, it goes way, way back, but one of the journalists, a journalist, Edward Hunter was the first to sound the alarm and kind of bring some of the mind control studies and the possibilities to light. Like this was Somewhere. going on, like nobody had a clue before. Right, that, really. right. No right. one had any idea. Yeah. But yeah, so brainwashing, uh, so Edward Hunter, he said, brainwashing tactics forced Chinese into ranks of communist party. What? Blared his headline in the Miami Daily News in September 1950. In the article and later in a book, Hunter described how Mao Zedong's Red Army used terrifying ancient techniques to turn Chinese people into mindless communist automatons. I love how it's ancient techniques. I know. Like, what were they doing way back in the day? I don't know. You know what I mean? Was it robots back then? I don't I don't know what it was. Did they even know what a mind was or the brain was? Didn't they think it was just like some throwaway organ back <laughs> yeah. in the day? And for most, it is a throwaway yeah, organ. Yeah, for most, that's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but he called this hypnotic process brainwashing. Yeah. The process was meant to change a mind radically so that its owner becomes a living puppet, a human robot without the atrocity being visible from the outside. Yeah, that's, that's being a husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah. This is our last episode. This will be Thank our last day on listening. Earth. This might not ever get released. Yeah. Love you, dear. <laughs> Love you, dear. You are the best in the world. <laughs> we appreciate all that you yeah. do. Please um, go use Visa card wherever you please. <laughs> oh man. So, um, like Kobe said, does mind control still happen? Yeah. Is it, you know, historically we know, and that's what we're going to talk about today, mm. is some of the post-World War II mm. uh, studies and things. Because we know USSR, now Russia and the U.S. were like at yeah. a big old power struggle. You know, who's the best? And they wanted, if they heard somebody was studying something, they're like, Dude, we're going to be better at it. That was the best thing about the Cold War, is that everybody was so scared that the other side was doing some crazy crap. Yeah. So they took it to like the next level. Yeah. So it was just like... Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. We're gonna do it's crazy so crazy stuff. to think, you know, it's like, we defeated, we won. Yeah. I want to be the next, like, yeah. I don't want my ally that helped <laughs> yeah. to freaking become the I better. I know, yeah. It's just like, so weird. But, it's nuts, man. But yeah, there was a huge fear that mind control existed, and the U.S. wanted to figure it out. And sure. we'll probably focus more on that, but Russia right. had their own things going they on. They did, yeah. Always have their own things going on. So the CIA, the CIA originated its first program in 1950 under the name Bluebird, mm-hmm. and... Kobe's going to talk more about this. I mean, probably the most familiar is MK Ultra. Yeah. Beginning in like 1953. In 1973, when some of this started to come out, um, the information tipped yeah. off about forthcoming investigation. CIA director Richard Helms ordered the destruction of any MK Ultra records. Which pisses me off. I really wish I knew it was in those records. Yeah. 
So we always talk about like freaking dick, and we know dick like Helms. You know the the Japanese, like all the experiments they had on the Chinese yep. during World War II, and the mm-hmm. Russians on the Jews. Yeah, we weren't much different with like some of the crap that we were pulling. <laughs> no, we were just like we were higher. Well, we'll we were talk about it. Man. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it, man. So, anyways, um, the Senate Intelligence Committee did find some records during its investigation in '76. Senator Frank Church. Frank Church. Yeah. Who led Hello, the, Frank Church. <laughs> such a good name. I'm Frank Church. Yeah. Give me your records. Who led the con- congressional Church Auto down on Main Street. <laughs> it doesn't even seem like Frank Church. <laughs> it does. It's perfect. Church's Auto. Church's Welcome to cars. church. <laughs> Welcome to church. I'm Frank Church. <laughs> Sit down on that pew. We're going to sell you a car. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, Hallelujah. We got sales. <laughs> I'm sorry. You go to church, I'm Frank Church. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it, anyways, this investigation went into CIA's unlawful actions. Yeah, well. Apparently, they're not good. <laughs> Just kidding, they are. Um, <laughs> well. Said that the agency was a rogue elephant operating <laughs> un- above the law. I know. What is a weird. a fat joke? <laughs> <laughs> butthole it's this is a it's like me on the fly trying to come up with some phrase yeah. he's a rogue uh le- leopard he's a rogue leopard <laughs> rogue elephant <laughs> operating above the law everybody's looking around at each other like i, ain't I know phrase what did he even <laughs> say? come up with that? all right frank we'll put we that down you. but next you. time think a little bit <laughs> We're gonna write it down. But come <laughs> on, frank. never. That's the last time it was ever said. <laughs> yeah, rogue elephant. Um. They illegally spied on thousands of Americans, plotted assassinations, and drugged citizens in its effort, unbeknownst or yeah. unknowingly, mm-hmm. in its effort to develop new weapons for its covert arsenal. Covert. Yeah. Co- co- yeah. I thought I said corvert. Corvert? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Freedom yeah. of Information Act requests 16,000 pages of mind control documents were found as part of the agency's financial history. Here's a little snippet from some of those records. Kobe's going to go into the, the better detail, but a uh, CIA document dated 10th of February, 1954. This describes an experiment that was that they had documented. Unsuspecting assassins. Miss A was then instructed, having expressed a fear of firearms, that she would use every method at her disposal to awaken Miss B, now in a deep hypnotic sleep. And failing this, she would pick up a pistol and fire... At Miss B. She was instructed that she would not hesitate to kill. Miss A carried out these suggestions, including firing the unloaded gun at B after proper suggestions were made. Both were awakened. So she just picked up an empty gun and started to click, 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 click. Miss A expressed absolute denial that the foregoing sequence had happened. So this is documented in a study that they had conducted. So this was just a little snippet. So kind of freaky. Oh, it's super freaky. That they like... She just immediately picked up a gun, tried to kill somebody, and didn't even know what she was doing once she awakened from that hypnotic state. There is so much about MK Ultra and all of this stuff that is just in. It's you. You almost don't believe it yeah. when you're reading some of this. So yeah, let's talk about the MK scary Ultra. thing is like they don't even you don't even know if it was successful to a point to where they they use they use it. it. Yeah, still use it or yeah. something. You know. Yeah. So MK Ultra, we've all heard it. What is it? What is it's Project Nintendo game back yes. in 1981? Exactly, Project MK Ultra. It's the code name given to a program of experiments on human subjects that were designed and undertaken by the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency, that is the CIA, as Cameron said. Some of which were illegal. Which I gotta imagine, like 95 percent of this was illegal. <laughs> like I don't understand what they were yeah. thinking. I mean, I know what they were thinking, but 
This was all like shady. It was super oh my shady. gosh, dude. Experiments on humans were intended to develop procedures and identify drugs such as LSD to be used in interrogations in order to weaken the individual and force confessions through brainwashing and psychological torture. Awesome. Can you imagine just writing this down and getting into a CIA meeting? Hey, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's looking around like, what the? What are we, a rogue elephant? <laughs> we had a rogue elephant in here. <laughs> um, so, um, like Cam said, it, w- the, it was officially sanctioned in 1953. So, height of the Cold War. Everybody was freaked out. Yeah. So, like, we got to do something. We got to figure out how to brainwash everybody on the face of the planet. Yeah. Um, it was reduced in scope in 64 and further curtailed in 70, uh, 67 and, re- and officially halted in 73. So, basically 20 years. 53 to 73. A long time. You can do a lot of damage in 20 years. <laughs> yeah. The program also engaged in illegal activities, including the use of U.S. and Canadian citizens as its unwitting Sorry, test Canada. subjects, which led to controversy regarding its legitimacy, obviously. MKUltra used numerous methods to manipulate its subjects' mental states and brain functions. Techniques included the covert administration of high doses of psychoactive drugs, especially LSD. We're going to talk a lot about LSD today. And other chemicals, <laughs> electroshocks, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, here's my favorite, verbal and sexual abuse, and in addition to other forms of torture. Verbal and sexual abuse, Cameron. Can you imagine, like, yeah. you're the guy, and well, we're doing the same culture thing, you're on board. You're in charge of the sexual yeah. abuse. Like, well, <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 what? what? <laughs> you know, like, come on. Yeah. The scope of Project MK Ultra was broad, with activities carried out under the guise of research at more than 80 institutions, including colleges and universities, hospitals, prisons, pharmaceutical companies. The CIA operated using front organizations, although sometimes the top officials at these institutions were aware of the CIA's involvement. So they would use colleges, hospitals, prisons, pharmaceutical companies to... to carry out these crazy experiments they did. <laughs> I can't even freaking imagine what was going on. This is just absolutely bonkers. So the kryptonym is... Like Walt Disney's like, sure. Yeah, well, let's do it. Go ahead. When they go when let's they go. go into Magic Mountain, yeah. Yeah. spray them in the face. Just spray with them right in the face. <laughs> we'll we'll take them pictures all the way through, <laughs> see what happens. You know? So MK means um, it has the sponsorship it of sounds the- like a monster drink. An MK Ultra. I got an MK Ultra. <laughs> Zero sugar. MK Ultra. <laughs> oh yeah. Four thousand milligrams of caffeine. <laughs> One calorie. LSD. One calorie. <laughs> yeah. A mix of <laughs> our proprietary blend of taurine and LSD. <laughs> I guarantee that shit would fly off the it shelf. It probably would. Oh yeah, people would be drinking the crap out of that. College parties. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the MK means it indicated the sponsorship of the technical services staff, which is a thing in the CIA, and Ultra, which was formerly designated the most secret cl- classification of World War II intelligence. So that's why it get, that's why it's called MK Ultra. Gotcha. Um, according to author Stephen Kinzer, the CIA project was a continuation of the work begun in World War II-era Japan facilities and Nazi concentration camps on subduing and controlling human minds. So, we're just carrying on a great work. (laughs) These fantastic uh, imperial uh, countries were uh, just, you know, they were doing some great stuff. Great work, we're just carrying it on. (laughs) Japan and... This is all atrocious what you've done. Yeah. 
We got our own panel. We're going to do our own things. Yeah. <laughs> Send over them papers when you're done, would you? <laughs> seriously? Yeah, was, seriously. There's yeah. like, and I, I know we brought it up before, but like, there, I read some things about where, what's the, uh, the studies from like the Nazi concentration mm-hmm. camps and the things that they learned about yeah. the body and medicine. Is it immoral to use that information? For the better good, I don't think so, and I don't think so either. Like it's already done. Yeah, might as and well get something because I the, there was quite a few like providers that are like this is all messed up. We yeah. shouldn't use it. I'm like, why? Yeah, not use it for the better good. Like it's information. It is messed up, but yeah. it was done. It can't can't reverse that. Yeah, you can't change the fact anyways, that it happened. It just gets interesting. Like with this stuff, it's yeah. messed up. And oh yeah, and like I th- I don't know if we've ever talked about Operation Paperclip, and I don't know if this is part of that, either. but a lot of that is when they brought over the um the rocket scientists from right. from yeah. I mean Warner von Braun, he was a freaking Nazi. Yeah, and he got us to the moon. Germans have done oh a my lot gosh for us for sure. Yeah. Um, Kinzer also proposes evidence of the continuation of a and Canadians, Nazi- we've done a lot for them. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Thanks for the test subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're welcome. Uh, evidence of a, the continuation of a Nazi agenda citing the CIA's secret recruitment of Nazi torturers to continue the experimentation on thousands of subjects. And Nazis brought to Fort Detrick, Maryland to instruct CIA officers on the lethal uses of sarin gas. So they brought a bunch of these Nazi dudes over there were doing these things and said, hey, come talk to us. Come do a little presentation down at Fort Detrick, <laughs> would you? You know? All right. <laughs> Career day down at the college. <laughs> Bring a little bit of sarin gas with you. See what, see what we can do with it. I don't know. Do a little show and tell. Um, anyways, yeah, so it's crazy. Its aim was to develop mind-controlling drugs for use against the Soviet bloc in response to alleged Soviet, Chinese, and North Korean use of mind control techniques on U.S. prisoners of war during the Korean War. So they, you know, they're like, they're using it. Uh, we got to figure out what we, we're going to do because we've got to be, we've got to be able to do this as well. That's always, like Cam said, that's the motivation a lot of times is they're doing it. Yeah. We got to do it. I know. <laughs> um, the CIA that's wanted more of a story. <laughs> yeah. If you see somebody else doing something, you, you do it too. You got to do it. Do it better. You do it better and harder and faster and whatever else. <laughs> the CIA wanted to use similar methods on their own captives and was interested in manipulating foreign leaders with such techniques, devising several schemes to drug Fidel Castro. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, obviously, Cuba yeah. was a scary thing. It was, you know, freaking 90 miles off the coast of whatever. And we had a communist down there. We got to figure out what to do about yeah. this guy. We're going to get some drugs. Make him do what we want. <laughs> All right. The project attempted to produce a perfect truth drug for interrogating suspected Soviet spies during the Cold War and explore other possibilities of mind control. Subproject 54 was the Navy's top secret perfect concussion program. That's a great name. Yeah. Which was supposed to use subaural frequency blasts to erase memory. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like, is he out? Or, or he can't see remember. if he remembers what's going see, on. See if he knows what his name is anymore. Um, yes, yeah. yeah. Like, remember when they had the hurricane down and they sent like people down to Puerto Rico yes. or whatever, and they were starting to get these weird like, yes. pulse. I'm like, that's, that's stuff, a real thing. Yeah. Like, did that come fr- from this? Yeah. Subproject 54. Probably. Probably. Probably Project 55 now. Uh, we don't remember. Nobody remembers. <laughs> it went rogue. This hurricane didn't happen. Rogue damn elephant running around Puerto Rico. <laughs> it looks like it. It sure looks like it. It does, yeah. Most MK Ultra records were destroyed in 73, obviously by old Dickie Helms. So it has been difficult for investigators to gain a complete understanding of the more than 150 funded research subprojects sponsored by MK Ultra. 
150. Oh my gosh, that's insane. We're going to talk about a few of those later. Um, so MKUltra grew into a mammoth undertaking. The nature of the research included these specific problems. So these were the things. Rogue they, mammoth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> these were the things they were trying to solve. These were the things. Can we create a post H, post hypnotic control? An action contrary to an individual's basic moral principles. So, like when we hypnotize them, make them go out and do something. Baptize they, them. Hypnotize, <laughs> baptize, <laughs> proselytize, tie the knives, get them going. Um, and then, can we alter a person's personality? Can we guarantee total amnesia under any and all conditions? That would be great to do, I guess. This um, is the goal sheet they went over every day. Yeah, this yeah. is this is the thing on the wall. Remember what you're doing here. You got, we got two stickers on post H stuff. <laughs> we got to get ten to reach our goal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Slapping it as they go into the lab. Everybody's clapping. Woo! We did it. We did it. Just get all the way to our goal. <laughs> It's an elephant. It's a picture of an elephant they're trying to <laughs> fill in. Uh, Get down the trunk here. Yeah. This is the steps we're This doing. is where a problem is, right underneath <laughs> on that big belly. Could we seize a subject in, in the space of an hour by post-H control, Give him, make him crash an airplane? That was like one of the very specific things they were asking. The Taliban so. and the, uh, they've been doing it forever. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. Uh, you just got to indoctrinate them from birth. Yeah, that's, not a big deal. That's it. And can we devise a system for making unwilling subjects into willing agents and then transfer that control to untrained agency agents in the field by use of codes or identifying signs? That one's confusing me just reading it, but that's the last thing that they had. So, um, CIA, it's all confusing. It's super confusing. CIA documents burn it nobody understands suggest it. that they investigated chemical, biological, and radiological methods of mind control as part of MK Ultra. They spent an estimated ten million dollars, but in today's money, that's more than like ninety million. Jeez. So they they spent some dough on this. Early CIA efforts focused on LSD twenty five. Mm. That's that must be like the the great LSD that people love. You know, it's great <laughs> stuff. The high quality stuff. Which is it? Yeah, yeah that one. Which this later came, which later came to dominate many of MK Ultra's programs. They wanted to know if they could make Soviet spies defect against their will, and whether the Soviets could do the same to the CIA's own operatives. They were so worried that the Soviet Union would use LSD against us that they bought everything in existence at the time. <laughs> U.S. is like blank check, go get it. <laughs> Ten kilograms of LSD. Now, let me tell you, I don't know. I don't understand kilograms at all. Yeah, I don't understand kilograms very well. But let me tell you, that was enough to dose half the population of the U.S. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, needless Where to say, is it all? <laughs> I don't know. It all got used up in the seventies, probably. Um, Joe Rogan's used most of it. Um, <laughs> But so that's a lot of LSD. That's a ton. And it's mostly that's be- ten kilograms. Yeah, mostly because they didn't want the Soviet Union to get it. Yeah. Like, ah, let's buy it up. We don't want them them peckers <laughs> using it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that was that was kind of crazy deal. Yeah, there. you should like if you get a chance, I mean family night or whatever, <laughs> go on YouTube <laughs> and check out like the LSD experiments. Yeah. And they're weird. Like they're super weird. Like when they give it to like the subjects and oh, like yeah. watch what they do. It's freaky. Oh yeah, there's like, there's a couple of them that just like they're pure horror films. It looks like they got possessed with like a yeah, devil. They're it's just so like freaky. you got these weird looks on their faces. Yeah. It's a fun one. It's great. It's, <laughs> it's great. Um LSD's wearing off. It is. Um once Project MP- MK Ultra got underway in fifty three, experiments included administering LSD to mental patients. Yeah. Prisoners, drug addicts. Yeah, they are already taking drugs anyway. <laughs> Give them a little more. 
and They're sex like, workers. What? Did you give me something? <laughs> I don't even feel it. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing here? Come on. Let's up That's this. That's right. That's right. What's the street value? I know you got 10 kilograms. Is this 20, LSD 25? <laughs> yeah. I know you got enough to get me high, boy. <laughs> Um, boy, boy. So they got the they gave and it says sex workers were the other people they were giving it to. People who could not fight back as one agency. I'm sure they were. Well, we're conducting experiments on these. We're gonna gonna try something right here. Okay, (laughs) it's on the paper. It's official. We're gonna do it. (laughs) I guess that comes to a yeah. It does comes to that down the road. In one case, they administered LSD to a mental patient in Kentucky for 174 days. It's a lot of days to get LSD. I don't know how it ended up, but that's a lot of days. <laughs> that's all they really? said. Um, they wow. also administered LSD to CIA employees, military personnel, doctors, other government agents, and members of the general public to study their reactions. And some of them didn't even know it. Many of them didn't know it. Can you imagine your doctor? Like, why, why would you call out doctors specifically? Let's yeah. give it to a doctor, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> let him see he his patient. He likes to give meds. Why don't we give some meds to him? Yeah, it's just like, why? You know? Um, We're going to let him look at their patients the rest of the day and see what let's happens. Let's get a surgeon. Let's yeah. see what happens. <laughs> let's get a surgeon. Yeah, he's going to do a hernia operation later in that day. Let's just see what happens. He's got a circumcision at 12. <laughs> yeah. Let's give him some LSD before he Um, Yeah, so I don't know why they specifically wanted to do doctors, but they did. They did whatever they want. They did. LSD, <laughs> LSD and other drugs <laughs> were often administered without the subject's knowledge Yeah, or informed consent, a violation of the Nuremberg Code that the U.S. had agreed to follow after World War II. Um, the aim Broke their own code. They did. The aim was, of this was to find drugs that would bring out deep confessions or wipe a subject's mind clean and program them as a robot agent. Wow. Robot agent. <laughs> Boy. Automaton. Automaton. Since they realized there was a difference in testing the drug in a laboratory and using it in clandestine operations, they initiated a series of experiments where LSD was given to people in normal settings without warning. Church? (laughs) I don't know. That might make church better sometimes, but (laughs) just a normal setting, like you're just chilling. I'm understanding all this now. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Parable makes sense. (laughs) Jesus was a smart dude. At first... Everyone in technical services tried it. Like, this is, like, they're just like, we're all here. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> we got, like, 30 of us here. I know. Let's see what happens. We got happens. 10 kilos. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Do this for the next two years. <laughs> I have no issue. A typical experiment involved two people in a room where they observed each other for hours and took notes. <laughs> <laughs> observed each other. Yeah. So they each take a dose. They got a pad and a pen, and they would just take notes on what was going on <laughs> after they took their dose. So that's that's one of the experiments. As the experimentation that's progressed, a, one. a point arrived where outsiders were drugged with no explanation whatsoever, and surprise acid trips became something of an occupational hazard among CIA operatives. <clears throat> so they were giving it so much that people were just like, oh, sh- I hope I don't get it today. <laughs> I, I hope this is not adverse. I just want a normal work day. Yeah, I just want to have my coffee, eat lunch, come home and have dinner. I don't want to eat anything. Yeah. yeah. Adverse reactions often occurred, such, such as an operative who received the drug in his morning coffee became, <laughs> yes, became I just psych- want to have my yeah. coffee. Wait, maybe I don't want my coffee. Became psychotic and ran across Washington, seeing a monster in every car passing him. So. That's, that's, that was a bad reaction, obviously. You don't want to see monsters in all the cars. 
The experiments continued even after Frank Olson, an army chemist who had never taken LSD, was covertly dosed by his CIA supervisor and nine days later plunged to his death oh from the gosh. window of a 13-story New York City hotel room, supposedly as a result of deep depression induced by the drug. So there's a whole Netflix series about this. It's called Wormwood. Of that same... Of that, that of about event. Frank Olson. God, what a mess. So that, that's, it's actually way interesting to watch. It's really well done. So uh, go check out Wormwood. But anyways, that so was... no different than just putting him in a room, shooting him in the head. Yeah. They, might as well. You might as well him. have. So that is, that is kind of MK Ultra and, and what happened with that and all the crazy stuff. And we're, we'll probably talk a little bit more about it, but yeah. that's a really Keeps good introduction to it. Cow. That is um, freaky. But if you're going to do LSD, you might as well do it in style. <laughs> um, and you, if you want to do it you know, you know, with some durable gear that looks great, you got pockets for 10 kilograms of LSD everywhere, <laughs> um, you want to use off-the-grid surplus. <laughs> off-the-grid's like, <laughs> like oh, maybe we don't want to do this. Um, yeah, poor ad. But really, we uh, Cam and I took a trip to the mountains the other day where it rained cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, we had our gear on, and it was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, seriously, we looked great. We felt great. <laughs> we were great. I've, I've never felt so good. In my no, life. but their stuff is just amazing. Their pants are um, just delicious when when you when you put them on. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're not edible. But <laughs> no, they're... they're not edible. I say delicious, and it's, it's an adjective more describe the feeling of wearing them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're durable. They're lightweight. They got that stretchy, stretchy fabric that I just love. I do too. They got that crotch gusset that never ends. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're <laughs> they dry quick. And they got them upper hip mag pockets that never ends. <laughs> on both sides. Uh, um. Anyways, and I really like that they like reinforce where I put my knife because that's the one thing I, I hate about my jeans mm-hmm. is that like, well, I always like they got, got this that little pocket to the side. Yeah, they got yeah. so like in between your front and back. Yeah. you got a knife pocket. Yeah, it's in the middle. That's great. Um. So it's great stuff. Uh. Check out their their site at offthegridsurplus.com. You're gonna get an extra fifteen percent off when you use our code Casual Preppers. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna be happy that you got an extra fifteen percent off. You really are. You really are. So go check them out. I'm going to put this into perspective, okay? Okay. I went to the Sawyer Brown concert. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. The race is on, buddy. And, um, yeah, he. I had to go get some food, Mm. and my hands were full. Yeah. I stuck two drinks in my back pocket. Did you really? In my uh, off-the-grid shirt, and... Mm. And then I stuffed the pockets full of like yeah. for our hot dogs, our condiments. I put them in there. Put them in there. And I was like, seriously, I'm like, yeah. this shirt is awesome. Like, <laughs> you can carry stuff like a cargo, like cargo pants, you and it can. doesn't look that way. No, it's Anyways, great. It was they, fun. They probably thought you looked sexy too. Yeah. And I was like, and Ray's going, and the Ray's yeah. on, and here comes. Some girls don't like shirts like this, but some <laughs> girls do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a good, it's a good concert. So I want to talk about Operation Midnight Climax. And I'm not talking about your anniversary. <laughs> In night, you know what I mean. In a way, in a way, yeah. But this was part of MK Ultra, and it was one of the greatest um, operations that the CIA ever. Conducted. Yeah, good job, CIA. This <clears throat> well is, done. This one is honorable. So, in Operation Midnight Climax, the CIA set up several brothels within agency safe houses in San Francisco. Of course, this is where else you gonna do? It? Yeah, you gonna do it in San Francisco? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to obtain a selection of men who would be too embarrassed to talk about the events. Mm-hmm. It's like. Who, who can we give these drugs to and they're not going to tell a soul? How about people going to brothels? <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. So, or we'll hold it against them. Yeah, we'll hold it against we're them. We're going to blackmail we'll them. Call their wives. <laughs> yeah. See what happens. So the the 
the hookers were in on it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. So they would give him a martini or, you know, something like that, but it was dosed with LSD. So That's a true hooker there. That's right. Hooking hook and sink. The men were dosed with LSD. The brothels were equipped with one-way mirrors, and the sessions were filmed for later viewing and study. <clears throat> All right? So um, in other experiments— This is an interesting one. I'm yeah, going to take this home tonight, boys. Um, so the guy, the guy who was kind of in charge of this, his name was George White. He's he, creepy looking dude. Yeah, yeah. He would sip martinis and he sat on a portable toilet as this was all taking place because he didn't want to miss anything that was going on. <laughs> he did no man. crap. Well, <laughs> there was crap, but um, he would seriously sit on a portable toilet sipping martinis, looking through the one way mirror. He's like, I just didn't want to miss a thing. Freaking yeah. It's porn, you know? So. Well, yeah, for sure, but it's real life. Doesn't want to miss it. Um, let's see. Um, in other experiments... government. This is all for the United States. <laughs> Forgotten country. Can I get um, in other experiments in where people were given LSD without their knowledge, they were interrogated under bright lights with doctors in the background taking notes part, as part of it, Operation Midnight Climax. Um, so there was a lot of crazy things going on. And I don't really know what they learned from Operation Midnight Climax, but we know there's a lot of footage somewhere in a CIA vault of some crazy stuff. Seriously. Oh, my gosh. So MK Ultra's researchers later dismissed LSD as too unpredictable Oh well. in its result. They gave up on the notion that LSD was the secret that was going to unlock the universe, but it still had a place in the cloak and dagger arsenal. Mm. So like, yeah, we used it enough to figure out that it really didn't do anything. Only got one kilo left. Yeah. We probably shut down. Probably just shut it down. Shut it down. Other drugs. Um, another technique investigated was the intravenous administration of a barbiturate. I don't know how to say barbiturate. that. Barbiturate into one arm and an amphetamine into another. So it was like, put your sleep. Wake you up. Yeah. It was like one of those things, right? So uh, the barbiturates were released into... The person first, and as soon as the person began to fall asleep, the amphetamines were released. The person would begin babbling incoherently, and it was sometimes possible to ask questions and get useful answers. Wow. So that's just like we're off and on switch. Yeah, really. So, anyways, they also used uh, heroin, morphine, temazepam, um, mescaline, psilocybin. (laughs) Temazepam under the code name MK Surge. MK Surge, yeah. Um, Psilocybin, scopolamine. Alcohol and sodium pentanol. Wow, that's a lot. I know, dude. Oh, I just saw this. That they're gonna send out this alert today. It, mine is in Spanish. <laughs> Look at it. This dude. is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. Yeah, so no I got no action needed. We both just got emergency alerts. I just look, saw it on mine's CNN in Spanish. Like five minutes ago. Oh my! <laughs> what on earth? Uh, that's weird. It came in Spanish. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Some kind of test subject. No bueno. I don't know. Anyways, so that's that was um, kind cool. of the end of it there with that stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Well, um, there were other projects and other objectives. Mm-hmm. You know, not just the uh, yeah. ones that you mentioned for sure. And and here's just a quick rundown of some of them. One of them was a truth serum. Mm-hmm. Who, who doesn't want a truth serum? You know, you, you give they, a little to somebody and they, they show tell you in, everything. They show it in the movies all the time. They do. They remember, do. remember, um, every true wife lies. would own this. Serum. Remember True Lies where they gave yeah. the True Serum? <laughs> yeah. That was a great movie, man. That is a good movie. Um, so this would be like the whole, this is the holy grail of interrogation yeah. practitioners. For sure. I wish I was an interrogation practitioner. be pretty fun. Yeah. Despite their research, the CIA was never, or so they say, never mm-hmm. able to develop a reliable drug to induce truth-telling. Mm. Various ethical and legal issues further inhibit 
the, practi the practicality of using psychoactive compounds for interrogation. In the U.S., it's the Fifth Amendment violation and other nations considered a form of torture. Um, perfect concussion. You already talked about this one. <clears throat> yeah. Subproject 54, they basically um, had a sub-oral blast intended to erase memory. So they're like, Zoom. yeah. hopefully you forgot that one. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> Um, perfect I still think I, I believe there's there's got to be some weapons out there that induce yeah. I know there's like pulsations that induce like vomiting and stuff yeah it's creepy super creepy um pharmaceuticals mm -hmm. additional effects from medications were explored including medications to accelerate or delay maturation increase perception reversibly mimic disease induce limit limited paralysis of limbs <laughs> distort Auditory and ocular senses. Oh man! Lower inhibition. Yeah. Cause blisters. <laughs> I love that one. Like, come on! All these are intense. And it's like cause yeah. blisters. They cause meant brain damage. Cause illogical thoughts and cause <laughs> impulsiveness. Illogical thoughts. <laughs> and these are branded as Celexa, Lexapro, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Metformin. Mm. Yeah. No. Tylenol, ibuprofen, uh, MK Search, Imodium, which was a it was kind of like uh, Star Search, but a little this is different. Like the Yahoo of its day. Yeah. In 1964, the program was expanded with a sub-program codenamed MK-Search. The program was carried out in cooperation with the U.S. Army and focused on research into offensive use of chem chemical and biological, biological agents. MK-Search ran until 71. Mm. That's creepy. That's a long time. Yeah. Subprogram 139, bird disease studies. <gasps> no, birds aren't real. Maybe this is when it started. I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It might have been. Might have been. Was a study in bird mi uh, migration patterns. Its purpose was weaponizing birds for the dispersion of chemical and biological agents. Oh, my gosh. That's creepy. Maybe that really was. State. Because they... they they basically just killed all the birds, yeah. and now they had to replace them, and they were like, why don't we just put cameras in them? Yeah. That's a good idea. Yep. Uh, animal experiments in some recent... Oh, yeah, you're going to do this one. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I didn't go over this one very in much. In some recently discovered MK Ultra files, a large number of animal experiments were also conducted. This is besides the bird stuff. Evidence was found of studies using electronic implants to develop what were essentially remote-controlled dogs. <laughs> Yeah, this is crazy. Newly released files from behavior modification or mind control projects conducted as part of the infamous Project MKUltra reveal. Uh, the CIA experimented in more than controlling humans with psychotropic drugs, electrical shocks, and radio Don't waves. Don't we already remotely controlled dogs in a way? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> they also created field operational remote controlled dogs. The dogs. Dogs. D-A-W. Yeah, D-A-W-G-S. <laughs> um, the specific aim of the research program was to examine the possibility of controlling the behavior of a dog in an open field by means of remotely triggering electrical stimulation of the brain. I don't know if they know this, but you can train dogs pretty dang good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You know well, you they were training dogs in World War II to, like, yeah. take mines over, but yeah. for some reason they would run back. <laughs> I remember well, reading no, about that. The Russians, like, yeah. Had them like run out to plant bombs, but they'd always come back to their owner yeah. and run into the tanks of the Soviets. Do you and... remember? Weren't they trying to teach cats to have bugging devices on them and go out <laughs> yeah. and that kind of stuff too? But cats are super yeah. helpful. Exactly. But Very anyways, I don't train. know if they realize this, but you can really make a dog do turns and stuff <laughs> without electrical implants. <laughs> but such a system depends for its effectiveness on two properties of electrical stimulation delivered to certain deep lying structures of the dog brain. The well known. Re 
reward effect and tendency for such stimulation to initiate and maintain locomotion in a direction which is accompanied by the continued delivery of stimulation. Delivering that electrical stimulation to a dog involves some gruesome side effects, including infection at the electrode site due to a failure of the surgical wound to heal. (laughs) Great. Well done, everybody. After trying out a plastic helmet, that didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll just put a helmet on him and see how that goes. Yeah. Dogs don't like to wear helmets, for one thing. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Let's write this down. <laughs> I got to get a martini and a portable toilet to watch this. I ain't leaving <laughs> for nothing. I want to see what happens with these dogs. Honey, I'm going to be late. <laughs> yeah. Watching some dogs. Um, instead, they settled on a new surgical technique that involved embedding the electrode entirely within a mound of dental cement on the skull and running the lead subcutaneously to a point between the shoulder blades where the leads are brought to the surface and affixed to a standard dog harness. (laughs) They just figured that out. I don't know. They're pretty smart over there. Um, Anyways, numerous other files pertaining to the budget and acquisition for animal experimentation. One file, which has been previously declassified, details with heavy redactions the practical possibilities of training and equipping cats for foreign situation field work. That's all we know about that one. Apparently didn't Under work the great. code name PetSmart. <laughs> PetSmart, yeah. Feline Frisky. Anyways. I just pictured these wires with like the little electric <laughs> yeah, go current going. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's weird. Yeah, I know. Um, the Montreal Experience. Great seasoning. Great seasoning. Yeah, it is a great season. Mm -hmm. I love that season. The CIA, through one of their front organizations, funded research by uh, in Canada by Dr. Donald Ewan Cameron. Ewan. Ewan. Ew. The research (laughs) took place at Allen Memorial Institute at McGill University. Isn't that where they make all the textbooks? McGill? I don't know, man. Looks like it. Probably. (laughs) Patients with minor problems were subjected to a battery of electroshock therapies of increased strength. They were placed in drug-induced comas for weeks to months. Great. While in the coma, they were continually forced to listen to tapes playing repetitive sounds and phrases. (laughs) Satan is a friend, Satan is a pal. <laughs> Satan is good, Satan is a pal. <laughs> these experiments caused irreparable neurological damage to these unsuspecting test subjects. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> yeah, no. Back to work. The, this research formed the basis uh, uh, for the CIA's two-step interrogation method. So there actually is, there's an entire podcast called Brainwashed about this. Well, it's it really? a lot about this. It talks about uh, MK Ultra too. As Freaky. Well, if you want to check Two step out. interrogation. So you get like a code sent to your phone. Yeah. And then you got two step authentication. Yeah. yeah. The CIA also used top secret uh, detention centers located around the world and carried out uh, clandestine? Clandestine. Clandestine mm-hmm. experiments on subjects, uh, subjected enemy agents while avoiding criminal prosecution for its highly legal activity. You might as well. Yeah. Um, out of Darkness into Light. Sounds like a book. It does, yeah. Or a movie. Or game. Mm-hmm. These programs scratch the surface of the MKUltra project. A government-wide record purge occurred in 73 in the wake of the Watergate scandal. The I bulk, am not a crook. Yeah, the bulk of the MKUltra records were destroyed, which we talked about by Richard Helms. Yeah. Um, enough documents survived the purge to establish the program did exist, and we know the program's purpose, and mm-hmm. we've talked about a lot of these different things. Um I don't know if any of these are really that. Yeah, probably not. Probably you can, well, yeah, that's probably about it for that that section, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, um, the hypnosis. This one was kind of 
uh, <laughs> worthwhile. Yeah. Declassified MK Ultra documents indicate that they studied hypnosis in the early 50s. Experimental goals included creation of hypnotically induced anxieties, what? which already happens, I think. I know. Hypnotically increased ability to learn and recall complex written matter. That'd be great. Studying hypnosis and polygraph examinations, hypnotically increased ability to observe and recall complex arrangements of arrangements of physical objects and studying relationship of personality to susceptibility to hypnosis. What the crap? They conducted experiments with drug-induced hypnosis um, and anti-grade and retrograde amnesia while under the influence of such drugs. So yeah. they just did all <laughs> kinds of weird crap. Hypnosis is weird, man. Have you ever been hypnotized? I can't. I'm just never too been strong against either. it. <laughs> I never have, either. and I could never feel like I, I could never decide in high school. I'm like, these are all full of crap. Uh, yeah, are they all just goofing off up there? I couldn't or are figure they it really out. hypnotized. But I, I think people can't truly be hypnotized. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been hypnotized. But I'm too strong-brained. Shooting, they actually say it's opposite. I'm they too say, unfocused. I'm like, oh, they say the the people that are smarter are easier to hypnotize. That That's sense. what they say. Because I don't concentrate enough. I'm like, <laughs> what's this light? What's this guy doing? <laughs> well, I'm hungry. Who's that girl down what's, there? Yeah. Girl? <laughs> hypnotize her. <laughs> <laughs> Learn me how to do this so I can go hypnotize <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this done. Um, yeah, I've never been hypnotized. Nah, me either. I remember sitting next to somebody and they're like arms raised and <laughs> flapping around. I'm like, come on. You're a liar. Freaking everybody's in on this. <laughs> except <laughs> for the, me. Am I the only one sitting here like an idiot? <laughs> Just conference for me to have fun because it's not yeah, fun. It's, yeah, how are you guys having fun with this? Yeah. Anyways, if you've been hypnotized, let us know because I've never known <laughs> yeah. anyone who's ever been hypnotized. Yeah, I haven't. Nobody that I know real well has been hypnotized. Yeah. But yeah, up on stage you're doing like stupid yeah. crap, like acting like a dog. I'm like, yeah. oh crap, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to tell you about SOL. Yeah. Survive outdoors longer. If you want to survive outdoors, you don't want to do it for a short amount of time. You want to do it for a long <laughs> amount of time. Yeah. And that's why you got to get you SOL. Um, they make emergency shelters, fire starters, survival kits signaling accessories they just came out with a whole bunch of new gear so you got to go follow them on the ig because they're releasing some of that new gear and it's really cool stuff they are trusted by outdoor professionals and casual preppers i personally have the emergency bivy in my bug out bag as we speak so that way you know i'm not just saying it i really got it they are reasonably priced, and that's what I really love about their stuff. It's good, but it doesn't break the bank, and that's we that's what we love. We don't yeah. want to have to spend a million dollars to get a bivy. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, or or you know, you listeners love free stuff like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, like I said, they got a brand new collection being launched right now, so you got to go check that stuff out. Pack SOL, pack more than luck. Yeah, or lunch. <laughs> Remember that? Pack more <laughs> than lunch. You can get it at REI. I don't think they should change. I know. REI, Amazon, and many other fine retailers. Yeah. Good stuff. Beautiful. So um, we listened to all the ethical and Mm. moral things that the United States were doing. We're great. Um, Mm. What was Russia doing, you know? Because both sides were terrified of each other. Yeah. They were doing whatever it took. Mm -hmm. 10 kilos, we're going to buy 20 kilos. Yeah, there weren't none left, though. We got it all. No, (laughs) yep. The Soviets poured at least $1 into developing mind-controlling weaponry. Uh, to compete with similar programs undertaken in the U.S. The paper by Sergei Kernbach at the Research Center of Advanced Robotics and Environmental Science in Stuttgart, Germany, Stuttgart, 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 uh, details the Soviet Union's extensive experiments called Psychotronics. Mm, that sounds like a great new album by Def Leppard or something, <laughs> it does. doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Psychotronics. Oh, yeah. Other yeah. Side of the Moon, yeah. Psychotronics. Mm-hmm. 
The paper is based on Russian technical journals and recently declassified documents outlining the practices from 17 to 2003. Jeez Louise. <laughs> it went a long time. Can't wait to read that. Yeah. No, I... They didn't burn or destroy or shut it down. <laughs> they just kept it going. Yeah. So it's titled The Secret Ru- uh, Secret Russia, Moscow, The Zombies of the Red Tsar. Oh, gosh. I'd watch that. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Germany TV documentary. 1998. The paper outlines how the Soviets developed Serpin or Serpan. I don't know. I don't know. A device to generate and store high-frequency electromagnetic radiation and use this energy to affect other objects. What? If the generator is designed properly, and I read like a bunch on this that they were like, it has sound um, like studies behind it that it, yeah. if, it, if they could figure it out, it could potentially be very useful like they wanted it to be. So, what? But the object was if the generator is designed properly, it is able to accumulate bioenergy from all living things, animals, plants, humans, and then release it outside. The paper said the psychotronics program known in the U.S. as parapsychology involves unconventional research into mind control and remote influence and was funded by the government. What? I don't even understand It that. doesn't even break it down. It's just like, yeah. but it, it, like, there's diagrams showing how it just like, almost Sucks like energy. a, almost like an, a, yeah, almost like an energy pulse that can uh. like control the mind. Wow. Um, some events, 1978. This is, this <laughs> I had to read this one because it just makes makes me laugh the way that... It's not funny, but it's funny. Yeah. So, mental combat has begun for the World Chess Com- uh, Championship. This was in 1978. Anatoly Karpov, the golden boy of the uh-huh. Soviet Union, is playing Viktor Korchanoi or something. A defector the regime loves to hate. Despite sitting opposite of each other for hour after hour, day after day, they have not spoken. But somebody's talking to... Korchanoi, there is a voice inside his head. It is incessant over and over, and it berates berates him. You must lose. What? Yeah, he recognized the voice. It's um, it's not his. It belongs. He reported all this stuff. Like this is what happened to him. It belongs to the man sitting in the front row of the audience. Since the match began, his heart starts to beat a little faster. He begins to sweat. You should stop fight now against Karpov. What? The demands keep coming in. He's not afraid, but he's angry. He understands perfectly what's happening. The man is trying to control his thoughts. You are a traitor of Soviet people. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy is sitting and just trying to control um, the game and trying to get this guy that's kind of a defector, doesn't follow the whole regime. They're trying to, like, basically mess with his brain. So... Russia heavily studied this. Like they put a lot of effort into just controlling thoughts. What, what, what's that one? The Amer- the man who stares at goats. The men who stare at goats. Yeah. Isn't that Th- isn't that kind of what they were doing? Is they trying were to actually stare and remote like, viewing was the biggest piece of that. Is that I what it think. was? Yeah. So it's it's similar to that. But the Russians went as far as this. They created a replica of the Oval Office, and they would have people in there 24 hours a day concentrating on the U.S. president in such a way to try and muddle his thinking. Wow. Like, trying to, like, transmit and like, screw him up from, like, huge distances. Wow. But, like, had set up an environment to make it yeah. uh, super weird. Um, Jim Hickman, a key figure of uh, at... Esalon during the Cold War. Hickman spent much of his 70s and 80s traveling the USSR to research Sidis. Sidis? Sidis. What is that? I don't know. I don't either. Often with Murphy, I think I took it out of part of an article. Uh, Hickman told me they had learned about the strange, disturbing things, even stranger and more disturbing than a whole bunch of Dr. Zucars. This was um, like a mind influencer that they would transmit over the air. Trying to influence the thought patterns of a head of state from great distances. There 
was much deeper work going on. We knew that we were only talking to the people that they let us talk to. So, so this is a, uh, uh, establishing a higher awareness of consciousness. So, okay. So they're basically focusing like 24 hours a day, different people trying to control the mind of somebody in a whole different country. Yeah. Like they spent like tons of time doing this. In one creepy experiment, scientists implanted electrodes in the mother rabbit's brain what? and took her young litter off to a submarine and killed them one by one. <laughs> so they found in this creepy experiment that the uh, scientists implanted, or that the uh, mother would react to the sequential killing of its child oh that were off in a submarine below the surface. Why'd they go in a they submarine? They would see that she'd get like electro. Because that's all the Russians do. <laughs> they live in submarines. Let's go to this submarine with this. Huh? Yeah, why don't we take this out to kill little? Yeah. Let's go under the water. We have man. $1 billion to spend. <laughs> we didn't um, get any of the LSD before the damn Americans got it. <laughs> we, we get go a bunch of rabbits. We get the rabbits and we take them under the water. <laughs> um, it, the Karakov University Neurology Institute, the rat's brains were attached to electrodes and put in solution the best Russian uh, physicist physics physicists i don't know having been tested in research cent, uh, centers dotted around the state were brought in to transmit emotions and thoughts to the brains the oh. most popular response recorded was laughing but the brains also enjoyed sums it's not known whether the they were better at fractions or algebra what so like calculations and things they responded better to what the crap i know super weird um one lab was shut down in 74 as the resident scientists in mass uh, masses rejected what they called the negative work. Hmm. So there were some morals. Some were like, hey, this is a little too yeah. weird. It's widely believed that the mega secret lab, um, why does this keep doing that? It keeps giving me like an option to paste. Uh-oh. In a sub-sub basement below the Filatov Institute in Odessa, um, the KGB guards made sure there's no one there that, that could come into it. So it was heavily guarded because uh-huh. they're doing these experiments. Uh, death row prisoners were bombarded with pulsing magnetic fields to see if they would become uh, clairvoyant, which oh is gosh. a person who claims to have supernatural abilities and perceive events in the future beyond yeah. normal sensory. So they're basically trying to create them into like these little seers, <laughs> you know. Oh my gosh. Years later, in 91, Dr. Uh, Boryakonov would publicly claim that he had run the project and said that they believed the animals they tested in it on had developed the ability to see through walls. <laughs> what? How he knew or thought that they could do that. They put uh, a dog back there and they'd run a rabbit back and forth and he'd yeah. just watch it probably. So the stuff that he witnessed, he said, at last, their small animal brains could not cope with the onslaught from the magnetic fields and simply disintegrated. <laughs> disintegrated? The prisoners reportedly oh. suffered the same horrible fate. Wow. It's so weird, man. And you wonder why there were so many weird movies in the 80s. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know what I mean? And the, the, because they were doing weird crap. They were, they were doing. So here's another study that they used. Vladimir Durov, who made his name as a circus clown, was the first to successfully test telepathy on animals. A what? clown, a guy that doesn't even have like any background in, in this. In 1919, during a conference hosted by the Institute of Brain Research on Mental Influence on Behavior of Animals, the neurologist and uh, physiatrist Vladimir Mokolov Bukatrev presented Durov's dubious research to his colleagues and su- subsequently conducted similar experiments on human beings. Their results, which they were never replicated, led um, Bekatrev or whatever to think that the mental effect of an individual on another is possible at a distance through some kind of living matter, most likely through Hertz waves. 
That's why back to that. That's like game. Hertz Donuts. Yeah. You ever had one of those? Hertz cars. <laughs> the rental. You ever had a Hertz Donut though? No. Is there a Hertz Donut? Is yeah. That's when you hit them and you say Hertz Donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a good one. That's a good one. Huh? But yeah, so back to the chess game. That's what the Russians like strongly mm. believe that they could influence. Maybe they still do, and maybe yeah. they can. That by just like continual thinking and like focusing on somebody, that they yeah. can alter their thoughts and control them. Um, that's why I, it, I messed with Christina Aguilera when she was getting. <laughs> I just couldn't stop thinking about her, and that's why her thing went. She's, she's went, gonna like yeah. me. Maybe write me a letter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But yeah, the, the wave theory is what this was huh. basically come up as, was further corroborated by a third man of science, an electrical engineer named Bernard Kaczynski, mm. claimed that the transmission of mental information at a distance is the same electromagnetic as an ordinary radio communication. Basically, you just what? send those waves yeah. through the Hertz waves, because uh-huh. it hurts, and you can control the mind. Interesting. Yeah. So... All these can, these are, there's so many different ones. Oh, yeah. But the one thing was the Soviet government had grand hopes for the dissemination of telepathic propaganda via television. And you can like find these. The news and propaganda were routinely broadcasted starting in 1931. Just before the Soviet Union had fell or fell, um, they actually had the guy, what was his name? He, Went on the air mm-hmm. at 8.30 p.m. on Channel 1 immediately after the evening news, a curious character appeared on all the televisions in Russia, declaiming the psalmodic tones, relax. Oh. Let your thoughts wander free. The man, <laughs> Anatoly, this is the guy that did it. It's like Anatoly Mikolovich Kasparovsky was a licensed physician. And he, like, the Russians know him as, uh, I give the instruction. And the, and the governments, they were using him to, like, try and calm the people and, and keep their minds set on, like, what? what the Soviet Union was going to remain as. Dude, that's crazy. That's so weird. That's super and creepy. And they just took over all the station, and, and they would just tell, they broadcast this once in a while. Wow. A calm land beset by turbulence and heal the body politic, uh, pol- politic by setting viewers' minds to the state's new goals. So they were trying to just use television to control the minds of the people to just keep them well i think they're using that now i think so too that even happens yeah yeah so yeah is mind control real putin recently made mention of futuristic weaponry last year in a presidential campaign article space-based systems and it tools especially in cyberspace will play a great will play a great if not decisive role in armed conflicts this is from him this is what Mm -hmm. he said in a more remote future, weapon systems that use different physical principles will be created. Beam, geophysical, wave, genetic, um, psychophysical, and other types of weapons. All this will provide fundamentally new instruments for achieving political and strategic goals in addition to nuclear weapons. Oh my gosh, dude. So whatever studies yeah. that we don't even know about, mm-hmm. the Russians have maybe, you know, who knows? They're, 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 they're insane. <laughs> Dude, but he he like went over all this. He was basically saying, in the future, he believes that that's going to control. So he must know of more studies and more findings that are kind of creepily possible. You can't imagine probably what these governments know and have right as of right now because it could be bonkers. Yeah, you know, there could be MK Ultra 
time, you know, ultra light version two going yeah. on right now, and you wouldn't even know it. Oh it's called gosh. immunization. Just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's what people it's believe. called a COVID vaccine. Yeah. Um. Anyways, that's creepy stuff. Mind man. control, and there's so much. Like we could have went on for days. Yeah, and days. there was tons of stories, but I was like, there's just too much to. Go yeah, over. there's too much. So check out MK Ultra. Go check out the Wormwood documentary on go Netflix. Check out Russia. Go check out Russia. <laughs> Talk to Vladimir and yeah. all. Those I think things. that one guy's a healer. That or he's one of them. That still does stuff today. Yeah. And it's funny, they'll like, they'll put on TV and they're like, put two jars of water in front of your TV mm-hmm. and it'll like transmit this good energy. And anyway, and then drink the water. So they use a lot of that telepathy stuff. That's crazy. That's cool. Is your mind controlled? I don't, I don't know. know. Do you want to get a battle box? I do. <laughs> we actually have a battle box to do you review keep today. Listen to this forever and ever. <laughs> keep subscribing. Would you like to subscribe on several phones? <laughs> Today, create an alias and yes. subscribe again. Find your mom, your dad, your sisters' phones. Hit subscribe. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, we do have a battle all box. All is good. All is well. <laughs> all is good. All is yeah, well. we do. Would you like to go on a submarine with some rabbits? Hmm? I control the thoughts. <laughs> I control. Mission seventy-eight from Battle Box. Booyah! Let's check it out. Basic box. These these are really cool. Have you seen these? The temp and toss. Good. These are probably going to be good for you at some point in your life. The temp and toss disposable forehead thermometer strips. These things are really cool. You stick them to your forehead and it monitors your temperature for like twelve hours. That's amazing. I know. So if you have somebody you're quarantining, yeah, keeping out of your and you don't want to keep sticking that thing in their butt or their face. You just put it right on their head. That's pretty freaking cool. They're cool. It's like a mood ring. Yeah, for your for your temperature, <laughs> for your head. That's cool. Never seen those. Like That's yep. the one thing I love about BattleBox. They find stuff I've never yeah. seen. Put that in your kit. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, man. that's an awesome. Then you have the Ready Wise Early Dawn Breakfast Skillet. You got to have lots of food. No. If yeah, that's yeah, it. That's you it. got it. Ready wise. Ready wise. So that looks good. Yep. That one looks good. Second item. It looks good. Basic box. It's got jokes and riddles on the back too. Uh-huh. That's always bored. fun. And then you got the book <laughs> Bigfoot Bushcraft Fire Starter. The Bugfoot. Um <laughs> wow. these are really cool fire starters. Probably man. like these as it draw in Bigfoot. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Pretty cool. And then the last item in the basic Haven't box those. is the Flitz Tactical Gun and Knife Care Kit. You got to take care of your knives. You got to take care of your guns. Yeah, and if you have a kit to do forever. it, makes it easier. Does make it way That easier. is the basic box for this month. Nice. Then we go to the advanced box, and you have the Cat CT7100 LED neck light. This thing's cool. Goes around your neck. Man, I'm gonna put one on my head. Yeah. Put one on my neck. Yeah. Flashlight in both hands. Exactly. Light up everything. Look like a track. Got a crotch light. I got it all. <laughs> Yeah. Stick it right there. So that, that's a cool little light for working. And that's the, pretty cool. Because not always do, like if you're wearing a hat, mm-hmm. the brim gets in the yeah, way. and it's it does. Just, it's the worst. Yeah. This thing will save you. That'll fix it. Then you go to the Pro Box, and we got the PD-100 full-faced respirator gas mask. You guys, a gas mask. That is freaking cool. Come on. Yeah. Taking it to the next level. Uh, so that's in the Pro Box. It's a $100 sweet, value for that right there. So, uh, boy. A freaking gas mask. That's crazy. And then you get to the Pro Plus Knife of the Month, the Willemson Copenhagen Chibs Two-Tone Knife. (laughs) Um, That is a mouthful. They are sexy little knives, man. That's cool looking. Yeah. You got one tone, you got two tone. Yeah. Booyah. Booyah. So, anyways, use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You're going to get another free knife with your order, and that's cool. That's way cool. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. You're all very nice yeah. for listening and for subscribing. 
Please. Get out there and control some minds. Yeah, do what you can. Send us a video of some mind control. <laughs> Whether it be rabbit or a friend. It doesn't matter. I want to see it done. <laughs> Maybe that is your friend. Maybe that is your only friend. All right, stay survived.